Hello, everybody. It's In Wheel Time, your weekly award-winning live car talk show. Just ahead, we continue Mustang Mania weekend and talk about Mustang clubbing. We also have our Ram Tracks feature, Conrad's Car Clinic, in today's auto news, all just ahead in this segment of the In Wheel Time car show. Along with Mike out of this world, Mars, down there, King Conrad DeLong right here, Don Armstrong here, sitting over in the corner, you can't see him, is our audio video director. And that would be Mr. Jeff Zekin. So if there's any problems, blame, blame it on him. That's why he's sitting in the corner off, off stage. That's exactly right. We, we, don't, we don't mess around here. All right. Is, is Randy ready? Yes, sir. Randy's ready. Okay. So Northside Mustang Club, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Mr. Randy Weldon, looking smart and fit today. Hi, Randy. Hey, guys, how you doing this morning? Well, we're doing great. It's good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us today. So we want to talk about, first of all, let's talk about clubbing and Mustangs. Because, you know, I think that probably in every town that has a population that has at least one Mustang, somewhere in that town is going to be somebody that's going to be either a member of a Mustang club or wants to be a member of the Mustang club. Am I right or wrong? Very, very true. Yes, they, they like to get them together. They like to get with people that like the things they like. So uh, let me talk to you momentarily. First of all, what kind of Mustangs do you have? Uh, sitting in a driveway right now, I've got a 97 GT and I've got a uh, 2010 uh, little V6 convertible. So I knew you'd have more than one. How did I know that? <laughs> so, so which one did you bring to the meet last night? I actually took my truck last night. <laughs> of course you did. I had, uh, I had my little miniature schnauzer out there with us. I uh, had Chloe out there, so uh, she doesn't like the top down. You know, you were always the rebel rouser in school, and we know your type. So <laughs> if there was anybody that would go against the grain, that would be Randy to bring the truck instead of the car. But we also yeah, know absolutely. that you are a Mustang maniac, and that's kind of why we had John. Yeah, and, uh, and that's what I no, wanted I to really kind of focus in on the fact that, um, you know, the Mustang Club, especially the Northside Mustang Club, is a club for everyone, and it's all-inclusive. It doesn't make any difference what year Mustang that you own. It doesn't make any difference whether you're uh, a 20-year-old, a 30, or a 50, or a 90-year-old. Everybody's welcome, and that's really kind of what clubbing, car clubbing, and in particular Mustang clubbing is all about, isn't it? It really is. I mean, that was the whole idea in growing the club was to uh, make sure everybody felt welcome. We don't care what your car looks like. We don't care how old you are. As long as you love Mustangs, and, and even if you don't have a Mustang, but you love a Mustang, get together, get out there with us, enjoy each other's company. You know, it's the cars that bring you together, but it's the people after you're brought together that, that keep each, each other in touch and, and uplifted. Um, and you enjoy being around each other. So, Randy, how is this? How is this whole COVID nineteen uh, distancing and 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 the the whole mess? It's tough to get together these days. It is. It's a challenge. Um, you, you, it's it's pretty much shut everything down. So, I know Mustang Club of Houston on uh, June fourteenth had a car show, uh, but you start looking at the rise of the COVID nineteen thing, and it's starting to shut everything down again. So, you've got a newly formed club on the south side of town who is, uh, they're, they're holding a Facebook live meeting today with all of its members. Uh, and I think that's, that's an innovative thought approach on this thing. And um, I think you'll see that taking off more where clubs are getting together uh, via live streaming. You know, but it's a challenge. I mean, we've got some people right now uh, with Montgomery County automotive enthusiasts that are over at Newman's Castle in Bellevue. They did a cruise this morning, uh, but getting that together is difficult. 
you've got a, a track event out at MSR Houston. But like when Jim was on a second ago and they were talking about doing Mid-America, they brought factory cars down. They had uh, one of the drivers here in Houston, uh, Ed Hockaday, with Mustang Club America go up to drive the factory cars. They couldn't put anybody in the factory cars. Even MSR Houston, I contacted one of my, my good friends that's uh, a driver out there, uh, asked if I could get a, a ride along with my grandson. And because of COVID-19, you can't get a ride along right now. Um, so, again, it makes it very difficult at this point in time. Well, you know, all so I can think, when, I, when, I, when I, we knew we were going to talk to you, one of the things that I thought of was the fact that, you know, as difficult as it is, this is a time, in my mind anyway, that you would want to do all of the stuff that you've been wanting to do to your Mustang, but just didn't have time because you had a meet to go to, you had an event to go to. Or the uh, kids had something to go yeah. to. Yeah, so this is a period of time that if you wanted to repaint the fender, you wanted to paint the front half or paint underneath the hood, pull the motor, pull the transmission, pull the rear end, whatever. Whatever it is that you wanted to do, I think now is the time that a lot of work is getting done that's been put off for quite some time. Do you find that with your club members? Absolutely correct. I'm seeing a lot of parts replaced, you know, pictures being posted of uh, modifications that are being made, uh, detailing that's being done. You're seeing a lot of that out there. You, what, you're going to ask them? I'm sorry. I interrupted no, no, you. No, that's okay. You, you, I was going to talk about when they, you know, Randy talked about the fellowship and the membership there at uh, the uh, Northside Mustang Club. Right. I went to the Ford versus Ferrari uh, movie premiere with them, and they actually invited me to join the club in my yellow car. So I kind of <laughs> I kind of right. parked a little bit away, but out amongst them <laughs> and uh, felt very, very welcome. But it's, you guys, it's not just about Mustangs. You had some cool old Fords there as well. Uh, I still oh, remember really the, the guy with the blue Fairlane, I think it's a 70 Fairlane station wagon, ah. uh, which looks like a Torino, but it's a station wagon. Awesome. I mean, wow, really I'd cool love to car. have that. Really yeah. cool car. Very good. And so, so Randy, what are you doing right now? Uh, I mean, obviously, you've got your Facebook page, and are you staying in touch with everybody and all of uh, our Mustang followers uh, on the In Wheel Time show uh, are in touch with you. And so, uh, I guess, what do you talk about? Engine swaps? Um, how to get another 10 horsepower uh, out of the 5-liter? Uh, I mean, what, what are you doing? Well, we, we don't talk about LS engine, engine swap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Well, thank we, you for that. Roll that grenade in. <laughs> but we, you know, we do talk about, you know, which sticker will add another five horsepower. Um, uh, no, you're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, uh, exhaust changes or you're seeing a lot of engine modifications. Tire uh, wheel combinations. Cold air intake. Yeah. And lots of pictures yeah. of Randy's dog. Lots of pictures of the dog, that's right. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, that, you, and I, I'm going to admit this in front of God and everybody, that yesterday afternoon, uh, actually earlier this week, I ordered a K&N filter recharge kit. For the vet? Which, for, which is basically cleaner and a re-oil right. for the K&N filter. Don't over-oil it. So I uh, got that, and I thought, I'm just going to watch a video. There is a guy out there that takes... 10, 15 minutes on what to do and how to do it step by step, I thought, this can't be this difficult. Here I am sitting here with eyes glued, listening to every word that he says, <laughs> hanging on Watching every Watching everything note, he's doing. Learning how to clean an air cleaner. 
Oh, my God. Who in a million years would have thought that? But I have a feeling that I'm not by myself. Randy Weldon, I'm talking to you. (laughs) I would imagine that you probably have come across the same stuff and do the same thing that I do. Oh, absolutely. You have no earthly idea how many hours I've spent watching videos on detailing. On what? Detailing the car. On detailing the car. Detailing the car. (laughs) Paint correction. I, you know, you name it. I mean, leather restoration. You know, all of it. Do you do you you find yourself at the grocery store pharmaceutical department looking for specific kinds of Q-tips to detail the car? Yeah, but I buy them like in a 500 box. (laughs) Exactly. See, uh, so I'm not by myself then. I have gone insane, but not to the point where I'm not able to say that I am insane. (laughs) We'll we'll say it for you, (laughs) Don. Yes, I think everybody already knows that. Randy, it is great to talk to you. Always. So how do we get a hold of uh, the Northside Mustang Club? Facebook? Well, yeah, you can go on Facebook, the Northside Mustang Car Club. Or you can go on uh, wet, on the website northsidemustang.org. Um, so either one of those, and uh, you'll you'll gain access there. But got public pages, private pages, you know, member only pages. Uh, so there's a few different. A lot of stuff that. going on with the Mustangs. Yeah. But you're also started started a new page for Montgomery County as well, correct? Yeah, but that you know that that's a little bit different. What we're trying to do there, we're taking any make and model car, we're trying to entire city of Houston, and Instead of having something just on the north side or just on the west side or south side, we're trying to pull all these clubs together. I mean, Don, you walked into the booth at Houston Autorama last year. Yep. You were like, this is what needs to happen. You need to pull these car clubs together. Well, that's what we're trying to do. But let's encompass everybody. You've got somebody that loves the, the Dodge Charger or Challenger. You know, those guys get together. You know, you've got somebody that loves the Corvettes or the Camaros. Those guys like to get together. Let's create track events for that. Let's create cruise-ins events for that. You know, if it's on Sugarland or if it's in Baytown or whatever, let's make it happen on all different sections of Houston. Yeah. Pull this entire city together and make us huge. Well, listen, when this COVID thing is over with, I got a feeling we're all going to have a great big oh, car man. club party. What do you think? I think so. Randy, we love you. Thank you. Get from behind these masks. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and to see you. And uh, stay safe out there. And we hope to talk to you again soon. All right, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Y'all have a good one. You do the same. Randy Weldon, Northside Mustang. Okay, we got uh, Ram Tracks. We got more coming up right after this break. Can I just say that this show is kind of like riding a bicycle? Because I, I, I know how to ride it, but I don't do it but once a week. So I'm a little rusty. Does that make sense? That's why you have a tricycle. <laughs> yeah. Keep you balanced. Exactly. And, and this is it right here. <laughs> we are the tricycle. Yes, you are. And we appreciate you. And we that. even have training wheels on the tricycle. That's Zekin. That's Zekin. That's, that's, that's exactly right. All right, uh, so we got all that. Let's do Ram Tracks, the weekly look into the Ram Nation, Mr. Mars. So one of the things I was looking at, just like Randy just talked about, is is everybody's having to do this social distancing, and but everybody still wants to be social. And, and you know, we're people. We want to do that. So one of the things I was looking at down at Crystal Beach where we go, 
people do a lot of camping down there now. The families go down there, and everybody stays scattered out, but the family's together. So I was looking at different things you could do without spending a small fortune, and there are some actually some truck bed and tailgate bed tents that you can pick up and put in your Ram truck, and, and they've got several different types that are listed here. The weather you want to, and, and you're not having to climb up on top of it. Now, obviously, when you've got to get up into the bed, whether you've got the bed step that you can add on, but they've got some that extend up you can walk on. They've got some that you've got air mattresses that you can put in. Oh, they cool. extend out. Some of them come out and onto the ground that take up part of the bed as well as on the ground that you can walk into. And almost every one of these things, if you go out there and you buy them from someplace like Amazon, 200 bucks or less, and you're ready to go out, and you can spend the weekend on the beach, in the woods, wherever you want with you and your family, and still be out and about without being stuck in the house. You know what I'm thinking about right now? Back in the day, you, you used to go to the beach, right? Yeah. And in the summertime, you used to go down there, flounder gigging. Uh, yes. Yeah, all that sort of thing down there in Matagorda Bay, around that area. And it was about this time of the year. When the nighttime low temperature was like 90 <laughs> and the humidity was like 90%, I can only imagine trying to sleep in the bed of a truck in a tent with mosquitoes, the beach Eating you alive no, 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 with no, no, no. listening no, no, no. to the waves look crashing. These. Look at these. They got zips. They're going to keep the majority of the mosquitoes out if you pay attention. Uh -huh. They got 110 plugs in them so that you can plug fans in to keep air circulating no. in. And I'm telling you, this is so much different than we used to sleep on You're the not, beach. I'm sorry. You are not going to convince me unless it's air conditioned and it's got hot and cold running water and a shower. You're, I ain't you're so Well, uh, that's like saying camping out. His idea of camping out is Motel 6. Blamping. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you can do this and, and, and maintain social distancing with your family, and you can still do it at cheap. Oh, God. All right. Well, thank you, sir, for that. Uh, well, you had talked back. earlier about um, – Today, how hot inside of a car can get when it just sits, 135, 140 degrees, yeah. 145 degrees is not unusual. So today's uh, Conrad's Car Corner is about clinic. Clinic. I, I'll get that right one of these days. I've only been doing this for nine years. Yeah, I was going to say. Is about how can you make your air conditioning system more efficient? So, you know, you have to think an air conditioning system doesn't create cold air. It's removing hot air as it goes over the uh, evaporator inside the car. So one of the things you want to do is you want to make sure that that front grill is not blocked. You know, some people put these little badges and stuff on the their front grill. The front grill of the automobile. Of the automobile. Or they put a, uh, their license plate up in the wrong place. That's blocking airflow over the air conditioning yep. system, so it makes it a little bit less efficient. Make sure uh, what I call bottom breathers. So a lot of cars, the air comes into the radiator under the front bumper. Uh, sometimes you can get a bag, a plastic bag. You can get lawn clippings and stuff, and all that gets up there on the, on the radiator and the air conditioning uh, condenser. All of that makes your air conditioning system less effective. So kind of pay attention to that, that that stays clean. That's going to help your air conditioner blow colder. Another thing is, if you can, crack your window a little bit to let a, oh, a little bit of that hot air out. I do out, that every day. Or crack your sunroof a little bit to little bit, let some of that hot air out. Because you can, the car just sitting, see 135, 140 degrees yeah, inside the car. Absolutely. The other thing is, when you start your car and it is 135 degrees inside, 
turn it off of recirc because you're trying to cool 135 degree air. Put it on normal so you're drawing that 105 degree air yeah, in exactly. <laughs> from outside because it's going to cool that better. I roll down all the windows. Yeah, and, and it lets all of that superheated air yeah. vent out. So that's pretty important. Another thing is a car in motion pulls air over the air conditioning system, and it works better that way. If you're sitting in traffic and it's heavy traffic and the car sits there and idles, sometimes you're going to notice the air conditioning doesn't run as efficiently or it doesn't run as cool. So... Put it in, if, if you're in, you know, dead traffic, put it in neutral, put it in park, and kind of rev the engine up to about 1,200 RPM, and it gets the compressor doing what it's supposed to do, and it'll cool, cool the inside of your car. But one of the simplest things you can do is get a good sunshade for the windshield of the car. Absolutely. So when you park the car, and, and literally you can drop the interior temperature 20 degrees from uh, – with a sunshade versus without a sunshade. So the Corvette's sitting out in front of Studio A right now. It's got a car cover on it. Mm-hmm. But even though it's got a car cover on it, I also have a wind window, front window shade, shade in there because it, it helps a lot. Yeah, that, that, that's your biggest exposure to that right. sun ray coming through. And it's and it's and it's that that basically bakes your dash so that sun sunscreen does a nice job of keeping the temperature down, but it's also going to keep you from damaging the interior components of the vehicle. Exactly. Thank you, sir. Reminder, if you belong to a car, truck, Jeep club, we'd love to feature your group here on the In Wheel Time Car Show. Just send us the info and the contact information to info at inwheeltime.com, and we'll put your bunch in the car club spotlights. Okay, just ahead, we've got this week's auto news coming up right after this break. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You know, Lido. Yeah. Welcome back to the uh, In Wheel Time Car Show. Thank you very much for joining us. By the way, um, wanted to let you know that we are live every Saturday here from Studio A. And uh, we're live from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. And we'll be back again next week. And we're going to talk about EVs. I just wanted to forewarn you about that. Because when I was told that we're going to do an EV show, I was scared. <laughs> kind of like I am when I get an EV to drive. I've he, had two of them here recently. You were hoping it was Bar- Barbara Eden as an EV as opposed to... God, yes. To- <laughs> even at 90, she's still hot. I don't care what you say. All right. Let's talk about events. Because there's events, believe it or not. Well, still going tonight on. is an off night for Nifty 50s. So they're not going to be meeting in the Woodlands. Um 
but also tonight is the Chuck Wagon Barbecue and Burger meet in Katy, and that's at Chuck Wagon Barbecue and Bur- Burgers. That starts at 6 p.m. That's on the west side of town. On the east side of town is the Kima Car Meet, um, and that, again, starts at 6 p.m. in Kima. At 7 p.m., Cars Across Texas meet in spring, and that's basically in the Champion Forest and Luetta intersection. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. is coffee, Cars, Coffee, and Donuts in Navasota. You can figure out where in Navasota it's not big enough to get <laughs> where you're not going to Just honk the horn. Yeah. Somebody will come get you. <laughs> where all those cars are gathering. Uh, at 8 a.m. tomorrow is uh, Cars and Coffee. And that's at Beltway 8 and Highway 90, not too far from you, Don. Also at 9 a.m. is Jeep. Where is it going to be? At uh, Beltway 8 and Highway 90 in the yeah, northeast corner of that. There's a shopping center up there. They're going to meet in there. Beltway 8 and Highway 90. Yeah, it's uh, south of 59 yeah, at Beltway I, 8 and 90. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess that's over there by West, Westbury High School. Yeah, not that, and it's not quite that close. But it, okay. it, that's weird because it's nothing but industrial stuff over there. And that might be why they're meeting there because they have weird. a big parking lot. Can you imagine lot. how hot it would be for that? Well, that's why it's at 8 a.m. in the morning. Oh, it's okay. still hot. Right. So also yeah. at 9 a.m. is Jeep and Lattes in Richmond. Uh, and that's at 7414 Grand Parkway. And then, uh, and then out at Houston Motorsports Park is uh, uh, Sunday Test and Tune. And then, again, Wednesdays is Freddy's uh, in Katy. And uh, Fridays is Freddy's at uh, Kirkendall in 2920. And then uh, Sunday night is Freddy's at 1960 in Eldridge. And all those Freddy's meets are being hosted by Showplace Classics. And General Kirkland. Motors said Wednesday, uh, said this week, that uh, Chevrolet will end production of the Sonic this year. <laughs> What? Who? <laughs> That's a news story. Yeah. I had to do it just just to poke fun. <laughs> oh, uh, they, I think that they sold maybe a thousand Sonics no, last they, they year. S- they sold more than that. Yeah, well, they, let's they see. not in Texas. In twenty fourteen, <laughs> they sold ninety three thousand of them. Last year, they sold less than fourteen thousand of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I don't want to do the, well, the Carlos Gosen story. I, I understand Ford Super Duty production may be disrupted because Ford's having trouble getting engines out of the engine plant in Mexico because they're on a 50% uh, workforce status. Well, well yeah, uh, and, and that, that is... Because I, of coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, here's one that I've been wanting to say. Britain's Enios Group, one of uh, the world's largest chemical companies you've likely never heard of, is preparing to enter the auto industry with a new... From the wheels up, utilitarian vehicle. It's a boxy, rugged-looking midsize, 4x4, whose size and shape makes it a near clone of the classic Land Rover Defender 110 wagon that ended production in 2016, and it could land in the U.S. in the year 2022. Jim Ratcliffe, the Richard Branson-esque chairman of Enios Group, tried to buy the classic Defender's production tooling from Jaguar Land Rover in 2016 and continue production. When JLR declined, Ratcliffe, one of Britain's richest men, decided his money would build its own utilitarian SUV aimed at the very same market. Adventurers, sportsmen, builders, farmers, segment Ratcliffe believes Land Rover left in the dust with the 2020 Defender. Um, He's going to put $1 billion into this thing. Uh, the company currently employs 23,000 people in 34 businesses and 183 manufacturing centers. Um, let's see, there will be at least one major difference between this vehicle called the Grenadier uh, and the classic Defender, the interior. That's pretty much is it. This, is this petroleum-powered or an EV? Oh, no, I guess it's going to be a petroleum-powered. Oh, good, because that's why British drink warm beers, because they have Lucas refrigerators. 
Ba-dum-ching. I wouldn't buy an, <laughs> anything electric from the British, but that's beside the point. Oh, my God. I think, where is he going with this? This is kind of, that's kind of weird. Uh, oh, no. Did you hear that FCA is pushing the Ram truck brand into the high-performance territory? They're talking about doing a Hellcat-motored uh, full-size pickup truck in 2021 called the Ram TRX. No surprise there. Well, that's it for today's In Wheel Time Car Show. Hey, when you're on Facebook, please give us a like and watch our show over and over again. You'll get Conrad's Unicorn hunting features along with all things automotive. If you missed a show or even a little chunk of it, you can find it online. Our website is inwheeltime.com and YouTube as well as Facebook. Podcasts of the show available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Google Podcast, and Podcast Addict. The in-wheel time chief engineer is the fabulous vacationing in the UP, <laughs> David mm, Ainsley. The guy in the plaid jacket and knit pants is our video technical director and sales expert, Mr. Jeffrey Zeke. And we thank you, sir, for being you. Special thanks to all of our guests today. For Mike out of this world, Mars, and King Conrad DeLong, I'm Don Armstrong. Thank you for following the in-wheel time car show. Please tell your friends about us. Have a great week and stay cool if you can.